The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review. Mark, you got your headphones on? Mark? Do we ever do, you never did that before, did you? No, I've, I've never done the Mark before, like like a clapperboard mm-hmm. in a movie. How's my level right there? Is that right? Your, your level is great. Good. So let's get back to the Mark thing. Yeah? Is that like something that, that Tori would say when you say, hit it, Tori? Welcome to the OC Bombers Podcast, and now, here's Neil. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy? Fantastic. Having fun already, I guess. On <laughs> number 142. 142, as in... What, please do tell. The 142nd ranked song from Billboard's Top 500 Summer Songs of All Time. So, all right, well, can you wait, can I guess it? Yeah, sure. Can you give me, can you give me a decade? Uh, the 1990s. Ooh. Um, I'm going to go with um, Fastball. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Macarena. Macarena is incorrect. Oh. It's 1999's Bills, Bills, Bills by Destiny's Child. You remember Destiny's Child? It was that group Beyonce, Queen yeah. Bay was in. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, Kelly Rowland, Michelle Williams. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, they had other names besides Beyonce. What, what, they, they have nicknames in Destiny's Child? I, I don't know. Their I, big I hit was recall. Waterfalls. Is that correct? No, that's TLC. Damn. Yeah, I'm not like not the, like, the, the 90s hip hop thing wasn't my. Uh, yeah, oh, there's some good '90s hip hop. I know, I get it. In retrospect, yeah. I'm okay. I just, I'm not, not my. Uh, I don't. I'm In not, retrospect, not ex- everything is okay. Not everything. Not everything. <laughs> What's going on? Yeah, we have a big announcement today. I'm listening. Country number forty-five has joined the podcast. This country is an island country in the eastern Mediterranean Sea. Mm-hmm. It is Cyprus. Welcome Cyprus. Welcome Cyprus. Our friend, our friends in the uh, in the in, in the, the Mediterranean. Mediterranean. It is the uh, third largest the, and third most populous island in the Mediterranean Sea. And you know those are my people. Your people, Neil. How would you tell them to listen to the podcast? Q Q Aku. Is it Q or Aku? Aku 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 Aku. aku. It's aku. a it's, Greek is a tough you know um, you know it's aku but aku audio listens Greek roots aku. everything's sort of in Greece you know aku no I, I thought it was uh, in Egypt all right then they went up there maybe what do we know well we do all I know is I I, I learned that from my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> <laughs> Neil, today in history, yes, in sir. 1776. Oh, I love that year. <laughs> and that movie is coming on the 4th of right. July, I mean, the I mean, Turner we're, Classic. We're, 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 I mean, this is like, things are happening right now in the Continental Congress. You may continue. And you know what happened <laughs> what in happened? 1776? What happened? The final draft of the Declaration of Independence was submitted to the Continental Congress. Wow, very the nice. final draft. Somebody open up a window. <laughs> <laughs> And in 1820. 1820. That'll be eight years after the War of 1812. You are just a wealth of historical facts today. A tomato is proven to be non-poisonous by Colonel Robert Gibbon, who ate a tomato on the steps of the courthouse in Salem, New Jersey. 
apparently there was a Up big until controversy. 1820, they thought it was poisonous? I, poisonous. You probably got burned at the stake if you tried to eat one. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Okay, let's back up here. What did the Italians do up, at the eight, up until 1820? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> how how are you making the gravy on Sunday morning? There, there, there were no there were no Italians in New Jersey in 1820. Maybe not. All right. Secondly, did they decide if it was a fruit or a vegetable? That was more important. Oh, don't get me started on that. Okay. I don't know. All right. But Neil, more importantly, in 1990. 1990. We're getting a little more current. At the 17th Daytime Emmy Award presentation, 17th, Susan Lucci loses oh. for the 11th time. No. Remember, she lost all those in her. She lost like was, 30 years. All, all, all my children, and um, is that what it was? All my children, right. Susan Lucci. I was, I was a CBS guy. Yeah, it was an ABC. I mean, this was. I mean, the ABC was an. I, I only watched General Hospital, but it was because all my Luke children. And Laura. And there was a middle one, and I can't think of what it was called, and then General Hospital. No, as the world turns, and then yeah. you get guiding lights. Well, listen, great. Great. we just we agree to disagree on many things versus ABC uh, soap opera versus CBS soap operas, and the world world still turns, right? It, it, it still does. And Neil, as the world turns, as the world turns <laughs> with the guiding light, be our guiding light and tell us what happened today in music history. So, please. Scotty, in 1997, we're going to stay in the 90s here for a second. What, 90s theme? Is it a 90s theme today? It is now. Radiohead went number one in the UK album chart with their third album, OK Computer. The British group's first self-produced album later appeared on many critics' lists and listener polls for the best album of the year and won a Grammy for best alternative music performance. All right, before I get into like Coldplay and what I think the importance of this album is, um, best alternative, what is a musical performance in, in the Grammy? What does that mean? Musical performance? Yeah. What is that like? Why isn't it best song, best album? What is the perf- song? Song is <sighs> for the songwriter. Okay. Record is for the producer. And then performance is for the actual band. band oh, my. You know, Scott, band. how about that? I, I did not know that. And our podcast audience now knows has a little bit more information. Thank you. I could uh, be making that up, but I'm pretty pun- sure I am. Well, we I'm said in the podcast, it's true. That. Okay, get back to OK Computer. So, oh, oh, more. So, radio, now, once again, radio. I am not a big Radiohead fan. Like, Neither I, am I. I don't get it. I've tried to listen to it. I'm going to go back and listen to this album again over this next couple of weeks mm-hmm. to see if I get it. But what I will say is that people who I like and I respect and music at lax have really kind of learned, you know, evolved from this music somehow. And I don't really see the connection, but that's what the narrative is. So it's important to somehow them. Somehow they've influenced people that you like and, and you want to get to know that. <coughs> I like that. Going back, digging up the yeah. roots. Yeah, exactly. Checking out. The, it's like an Ishikawa diagram. You're going to find the root cause. Right? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) And today in music history. There we go. Neil, let's do some feedback. We didn't do feedback last week. We did? I don't think so. A little bit of a sad note here, but our our good friend, Guy Fletcher, good friend of the podcast, he now has time to write a monography about the OC Bomber podcast, which we know is a one-page uh, description uh-huh. of a certain subject. So he has time to write it because our article, where we're going to be <sighs> hopefully featured heavily, isn't going to be in the July edition of Frederick Magazine. It is going to be in, in the, the August, August oh. edition. Again, so, so just one month. I have a bad feeling, Scotty. I know I know. you like to say the best <laughs> things are left on the cutting room floor, but keep in mind, I am not in charge of this. <laughs> I have a bad feeling that we're just not, you know, oh, you know, Linganore got a new wine that they have to, uh, you know, promote or... Or, 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 or it's going to be one line. <laughs> Scott and Neil have a podcast. 
<laughs> and guy and, says, and I, am, I am uh, <laughs> obligated to put that in there. <laughs> no, guy, thank you. And um, we do appreciate that. And we look forward we look to forward. reading we're, 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 and, and when it comes out, I'm sure subscriptions subscription will be up that, that month. Uh, also in the feedback machine. Yes sir. yes, sir. My niece, Sarah Yolo. Yolo, sure. She listened to some podcast on her drive up from North Carolina for the Octopalooza a the, couple oh, weeks right, ago. Right, OCB podcast. The OCB podcast. Wow, she good listened for her. to this. And her comments on Ryan's softball strategies, yeah. that episode. Yeah. Let, let's see if I can uh, get her inflection properly. Riveting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought th- I thought it was riveting. I, I thought it was good too. Uh, also in the feedback machine, yes. the Queen was on a couple episodes ago. Uh, yeah. The Queen of England. Some mixed reviews, almost like Larry. Some people loved it. Uh-huh. Some people didn't quite gel with it. Okay. I mean, it's a Queen. I mean, I mean, I got, I got now. We, you know, Scruffy's got to go back to the Queen and tell her to clean up her act. I guess uh, something I mean, about what, what kind of what, what does the queen have to do? The, the queen shouldn't scream okay. when talking and blow out the microphone. The queen's very subdued, but every once in a while they get very excitable. She she gets fired up. Uh-huh. And Sachita, our good friend Sachita, yeah, sure, she has some questions for the queen. So maybe next time we could have her. Oh interview my goodness, the queen. I don't like How that. about that. Are no? we, are, we're not going to go into colonialism, are we? <laughs> Why not? We cover everything else on this podcast. That's, that's a subject that, that I don't think the Queen wants to talk about. Now, Neil, in the feedback machine, on a semi-personal note, you know the band OCBC affiliated yeah, sure. with the Bombers? Yeah. That oh, I, I, heard you, I, heard, I hear you have a new fan. I have a new fan. Uh, we, we put our summer song, Full Body Surfing, out on the web sure, for people to sure, listen sure. to. Mike Kidwell, uh-huh. you know, our good friend Kid. He said it's good. It's like David Lynch directing an episode of Hawaii Five-O. You got to know Mike Kidwell, but that's that's good. <laughs> Big sister Jody liked it, but even better, Big sister Deborah. Who's oh Deb Deb Deborah? Okay, Deborah. She said it was very Ramones like. So I took that as a positive, and I oh. appreciate the feedback. No, because uh, um, that's what. By we the were way, going I, for. I would I would wager the Ramones might be on, on Deborah's Mount Rushmore. That's <laughs> our feedback machine. <laughs> All right, Neil. Let's get to uh, this week's topic. I'm what do you a, say? I'm, what do you say? Huh? I'm, I'm huh? very excited. It's a Mount Rushmore. People love the Mount Rushmores, <laughs> and so do we. It is going to be Mount Rushmores of famous Canadians. Fa- famous Canucks. Canucks. Canadians. Individuals. In, yes. Scott was very specific with me. Because I knew where you would go with this. But um, l- let me give you a little background I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad that I put you on edge a little bit. That makes me, that makes me happy. <laughs> The reason why we're doing this I like to be challenging. <laughs> is that all those who celebrate Canada as their home and native land are going to celebrate Canada Day on July 1st, a couple right. days before our 4th of July. Which is kind of like our 4th of July. It's the same thing. It's it's the anniversary of the Constitution Act where three, count them, a three territories combined to form a single nation in 1867. It's not like 13 colonies. It's not, and, and, and it's not 1776. It's, <laughs> no, do, you th- do you think there's one in Canada, a musical in Canada about the formation of the country? What year was it? 1867. <laughs> yeah. 
Some, somebody hey. kill the moose. <laughs> hey, hey, you hoser, give me some more beer, eh? You want to start a country? Sure, yeah, hey, that would, a boot, uh, that would be Listen, a boot, a good thing to do, but eh? But the maple, the, the maple mafia needs to stand. <laughs> Continue, set it up. My, my favorite Canadian story is for Bud and Eileen's 50th wedding anniversary. We all went to Niagara Falls, the entire okay. family, and big sister Jody was yelling at a Canadian bus driver because there wasn't enough room for us to get on. Great fun. Great fun. <laughs> and did the Canadian bus driver just smile at her? Just smile and said, hey. And he just pulled away, and she's still yelling at him to, to this day. Big sis, Joe, I understand. It's okay. All right, Neil, you want to get into it? Let's do it. I mean, uh, yeah, who's going to go first? Um, I don't know. You want to arm wrestle for it? Okay. Usually, uh, usually we flip something, but yeah. I, I think some a little something more physical. What do you say? Okay. Let's, why not? Let's All right. Let's do it. All let's right, go. Right. Oh, Neil, I, I can't believe you beat me there. Oh, my God. God, it took a and, lot out of me. And you, you busted a gut doing that. And oh um, my, my, yeah, my, ins, my kishkas. <laughs> All right, so Neil, please, you, you've bested me. Right. Now get on with the right. uh, Canadian Mount Rushmore. First of all, I found a brilliant—I don't even know what the website was—but that listed 300 famous Canadians. There's not that many people in the. <laughs> no, country seriously, here. I knew. I, I probably knew a hundred of them. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it was right. it was pretty impressive. And um but anyway, this I mean I was just I had some names in my head. I don't want to make sure, sure I didn't miss anything. But anyway, just to give you some context. I actually did miss this person and then when I saw this and this is my this is had hard stop. I can't wait. I I'm, I'm And it is George Alexander Trebek. Alex Trebek. Very good. Yes, I saw him on there and I thought you would go there. So uh, so let, let's hear about our favorite Canucks. First of all, I also want to make something about uh, uh, about some Canadians. He has dual citizenship also. So he's uh, He did. So so that's uh, that's another point in right, his favor. Right. I I I and I took those notes currently through this whole thing about the, the citizenship also. <laughs> so uh, Alex was born in 1940 in Sunbury, Ontario, which was kind of almost in that Toronto area. Then that's going to be a general a theme. A lot of people It's going to be a general Ontario. theme we'll get in this Toronto area, which seems to be the, you know, well, the, it's, it's like their only big city. I guess so. We're only creative city. Um, so he did, <laughs> he has hosted Jeopardy from 1984 to 2020 until his death, unfortunately. Yeah, preach on. Right. He had got some success early in with, you know, on game shows and high oh, rollers. Was, yes, was, was, I, I was, remember was, that was the, the big dice. thing. Right, right. Mm -hmm. um, one thing I did read, I did not understand, don't remember this. Do you remember that he did on April Fool's in 1997? Him and Pat Sajak, which was the rage, they kind of did a switch, and he did Wheel of Fortune, and Pat did Jeopardy. I, I do recall I that. I do not yes, remember that. Because it was so crazy. And, and you know what? Sajak, he, no, he, he can't host Jeopardy. No, stay to Wheel of Fortune. Stay in your lane, Pat Sajak. Spin the wheel. All right. But here's the thing. I, I really, I miss Alex. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is, when I saw it, I'm like, ugh. Oh. I got to say, Scotty, we could do a whole episode on Jeopardy. I've been watching Jeopardy relig religiously for the, like sure. forever, and I'm not digging my my, my I, I don't mind her. Oh, and, I hate uh, her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we need to Ishikawa diagram that a little bit. Um, but but let, we can break that. Bring it back to Alex. Bring it back to the Canadian. No, but he – but, yeah, he's just – and he was always brought brought up his Canadian like heritage in the show. And what I love when he when he brought out the French, 
when he oh, had anything pre- French on there, he would put the inflections probably. Because he, he did speak, he was bilingual French. Uh, it was just beautiful. So, yeah. And I just got a warm fuzzy for Alex. So, and a great dresser. Impeccable dresser. One and question. I does, him it, with does, a it, does anybody wear a double-breasted suit better than Alex Trebek? Uh, Robert Palmer, maybe. In the ballpark. <laughs> on the Mount Rushmore of, of, of double-breasted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, there we go. Our first Canadian is Alex, Alex Trebek. Neil. Yes, sir. My first one, you're going to probably sense a theme with my Mount Rushmore here. Get it. My first one is going to be Mr. Mike Myers from SNL. Do you have a match? Do we have a match? We have a match. We have a match. We have a match. <laughs> so he was born outside of Scarborough District of Toronto. Once again, another Toronto guy. A Toronto guy. 1963, Lisa's born. So but before I get into a little bit of what he did, I love the way he, he kind of inhabits the characters and totally commits. I, I read something on the Austin Powers set. Uh-huh. Uh, one of the other actors said, well, my kids didn't meet Mike Myers. They met Austin Powers or Fat Bastard. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I never met the guy either because uh-huh. he stays in character the entire time. So mm-hmm. that's commitment, which which I dig. So he started out on an English uh, TV show and in the Toronto area. But SNL was his big break. Wayne's World, middle-aged man, one of my favorites. Simon, we we <laughs> we say that a lot. But that's the thing about Are Mike you Myers. you my bum? Bum looker, cheeky. Adam. I probably had all these characters in it. Like Mike Myers, char- I, I, I quote him. We just did it before this show. We, we quoted him. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, another one, Sprockets, Dita. Yes. Touch my monkey. <laughs> Love that. Uh, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. And Coffee Talk, Linda that, that, Richmond. That's the one I, yeah. That's a great one. It's like butter. It's like <laughs> butter. Barbara Streisand. <laughs> And he had uh, started out Wayne's World movies, which still hold up today. I think they're still funny. You can watch them today, right? Yeah, and Austin Powers. Austin Powers, those three movies, great. Love them. Great James Bond parodies. But I think one we bonded over was one of his lesser known ones, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Oh, yes. I forgot about that one. Because he had a, he had a Scottish <laughs> dad in uh-huh. it for some reason. Uh-huh. Not a great movie, uh-huh. but the Scottish dad is great. My kids will love this. When he played the cat in a hat... Horrible movie, live action movie, but he says something in there uh, to another character as the cat in hat. He's like, I'll get you. It'll look like a bloody accident. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, this is a kid's movie. Um, his recent stuff, like the love guru, no, put him yeah. out of commission no, for a long no, time. No, I mean, like, well, I was best, but my point, it's really hit and miss with him. He's been like hit and miss. It, and, yes. and, 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 and really, it's either his, a home run or a strike. And, and, yeah. and, and his last stuff that he's, he did with the, on Netflix, we talked about this. The, the Pentaveret. Thick, right. Yeah, that, that was a like, tough slog. I, I, to get I, I couldn't get through it. You got through it. And I love it. He played every character. It just, it just, right. And maybe I'll go back and, and revisit it after, after I'm very excited about Mike Myers. But it was, yeah, it was great. And, right, the other, and, and he did try some. <laughs> dramatic roles in Glorious well, Bastards, Bohemian Rhapsody. But I would but, say, yeah. I was going to tell you, one thing I made a note of, which I really, in 1990, yeah, I think it was 1998, he did um, 54 he paid Steve, oh, right. Steve Rubel, which was the owner of 54, which is like, you know, Studio 54, a, a, a right? cokehead, blah, blah, blah. And like, it was crazy. Unbelievable role. And he was really great. And it's a great movie. You should see it. It's with um, Nev Campbell and uh, Felipe. Right. Uh, Ryan Felipe. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I don't think I ever saw that movie. Great but, movie. Yeah. Great movie. So on both of ours. Yes. Another Mount Rushmore oh, but match. Can we just talk about one more thing about Mike Myers? Sure. The two the 2017 2018 Gong Show. Oh, the Gong Show. Did yes. we bond over that like anybody like nobody's we business? We did. Nobody else cared. <laughs> nobody for else it, cared about it. But, uh, <laughs> 
I forget the English character he played oh as the host. My. Tommy Maitland. Tommy Maitland. Who, who was a washed up English comedian now hosting the gong show in America. And, I mean, it the, made no sense, but we loved his little aside. It was like, it, 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 it was like, it was not like, you know, like I had to DVR. It's like, all right, we could talk about it now. We, we, yes. we spent, you know. You're right. I forgot about that. I mean, that's Mike Myers. His character, he's just so, it's just great. So into. All right, let's uh, go ahead and take a break. This is going right, to be an extra you. bonus jumbo-sized episode, and we're going to take a break, come back, talk more about our Canadians on the Mount Rushmore of famous Canadians. Can I say Canadians more? Probably not. See you in a little bit. <laughs> you love traveling the turnpike with your family to visit loved ones, but then someone always needs to make a pit stop. We need to fill up on gas, and I could use some coffee. The kids could use a snack, and I have to tinkle something fierce. Then you should stop at the OC Bombers Roadside Convenience Store. There's a large assortment of coffee, sodas, and snacks for everyone in the entire family. That bathroom was mostly clean, and the graffiti on the wall provided me with new insights regarding today's current events. I always look before I tinkle. You never know if there's a wild animal in there. Be sure to join our rewards program to earn a free fill-up on gas or a refreshing soda. Mommy, mommy, can I get another double sugar OCB chicken wing flavored ice slushy drink? Get back in the car now, you little monster. This place has everything a family could want from an interstate rest stop convenience store. OCB Roadside Convenience Stores, located off the nearest exit on interstate highways all across the USA. All set, only nine and a half more hours till we get to grandma's house. All OCB roadside convenience stores are rated at least a B plus for cleanliness. Neil, on yeah. uh, Kelly and I's honeymoon, we went to Nova Scotia, Canada. Okay. We, we asked at a restaurant at breakfast, is this bacon Canadian bacon? And the waitress looked at us cross-eyed and went, yeah, it's from Canada. Brought it out, it was regular bacon. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had a Canadian bacon, but... Yeah. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcast apps. You almost forgot that. I'm looking at my notes. How would you say that in Canadian? All right. This week's joke of the week, Neil. Oh, my goodness. You know what? Here we go. Here we go. What's a surfer's second greatest fear? I don't know, Neil. What is a surfer's second greatest fear? A shark attack. I think that's anyone's greatest fear, a shark attack. Right. I kind of like that one. <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I was it tickled I, your funny bone. Just to be clear, I usually read these before, and I was I just forgot about. I just I that just, was a cold read. It was a cold read. Wow, how'd I do? That was good. Um, all right, so we're on number three from here, aren't we? Well, yeah, because uh, we matched up last time, so. Your Canadian, famous Canadian individuals, Mount Rushmore, Neil, take her. All right, so this, I've gone to the musical genre here, the musical field. I'm going to pick Neil Young, born in 1945, who's 76 years old, right? Born in Toronto also. I thought he was might have been from the western part of Canada. Out in Calgary, somewhere out there? Because he ended up in the L.A. scene up there. That's where, yeah. he, that's where mm-hmm. he became uh, famous. So obviously, uh, Neil Young, early Buffalo Springfield right. stuff, and then 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 he joined CSN, Crooks and Souls, Nash, and, and Young. Young, sure, right? He toured with them. That was a big thing. Um, and of course, most of it is solo, his solo work, right? And OCBC covers his song. <laughs> 
keep on rocking in the free world. It's great. Love that. I mean, he is just here's another thing. Speaking of that, another thing about Neil Young, he has been his career has been hit and miss. He has done some real mostly miss real for me, but yeah, stinkers. But he is brilliant. His albums in the seventies are just you know you can listen. I could go back to listen to all of them. Harvest from, Moon, Mavericks do a great cover right, of that from from like nineteen seventy to seventy five. I can listen to all of them and know all of them and feel comfortable listening to them and, and be great. But here's here's what happened though. Nineteen seventy nine. What happened? 1979. Uh-oh, here's here's where Neil had a break with an artist. Shocker. <laughs> he uh, put out uh, Rust Never Sleeps. Okay. Which was big with Crazy Horse. That was another side band. Kind right. Of, and by the way, Neil Young was the beginning of grunge. If it wasn't for Neil Young, Nirvana, Ooh, bold and, Pearl, statement. Nirvana bold and Pearl, statement jo- by Neil. Pearl, Pearl Jam might not be here today. That being said, uh, Rust Never Sleeps, 1979, album, concert, movie, overload. I'm like, and we went to the concert and it was awful. And we just, oh, we, no. we just just overproduced, blah, blah, blah. And I was done with Neil Young. See, there's always something where you're done with them. But then came, and I would listen to him, but then came 2000 and the album of um, Silver and Gold. And it restored my faith. Silver and gold. So anyway, so and, uh, so and Neil gold. Young, brilliant. Go see him in concert if you have a chance. He probably doesn't tour. Not him a up. chance. I would, and he but, yeah. he just he's a man. He's a man of integrity. Does what he wants when he wants to do it, and he's just brilliant. He's just a good artist. There you go, Neil. Young. I knew you would have a musician. I guess I didn't see his name when I was... Uh, who you, who, you were thinking Robbie Robertson? I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> you I, may continue. You're number three. Actually, my number two, because we matched on that. Oh, you're right. It is Michael J. Fox. Really? Yeah, he was born in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada in oh, 1961. Somebody from the West Coast. <laughs> right. So this is uh, basically my formative years in the 80s. Okay. Uh-huh. So Family Ties was part of the juggernaut NBC lineup. Everybody in my class. Must was, see TV. We loved Alex P. Keaton, uh, Michael J. Fox. He was on there for seven you guys wanted seasons. To, you guys probably wanted to be Michael P. Keaton. We would wear our... Um, like the, cl- the, cl- the, the... We would wear the cloth tie and... Uh, Stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. He won three Emmy Awards for Best Actor there. And then also another movie that my generation loves is Back to the Future. Sure. The first one. Uh, the second one, confusing, weird. Third one is okay. But the first one he made while he was on Family Ties, he would rehearse at, fa- at Family Ties from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., go over to the Back to the Future set and shoot until 2.30 a.m. And he did that for like two months Worked out great. And uh, afterwards, he tried to branch out and do some more serious roles Uh and music. Light of Day was one, Casualties of War. But then he went back to his wheelhouse, rom-com, Doc Hollywood. But then another show, which I think we both agree was pretty good, Spin City, where he played the deputy mayor. He did a good job there. He's been good. He's one of those characters. He could play... Going any TV, he's been in a lot of TV shows that we you, uh, maybe you'll hit, but I don't want to. Right, well, I don't want to steal your thunder. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, he's very like he has that um, was like Jimmy Stewart like ability oh, about yeah, him. He's I think he's, Tom, he's like he's he's a poor man's Tom Hanks. How's that? I, I don't I don't find people who hate Michael J. Fox right. No, well, especially now that he has the um, he's uh, got Parkinson's, Parkinson's right, which is why he left it, Spin City. And but he he's continues, a great advocate for it, and he continues to act and and do all the stuff on one of our favorite shows, yes. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yes, he was on there, and he and Larry, of course, got into it, and Larry 
thought that he was faking <laughs> his condition, which was just hilarious. No, it's, it's a great. great arc there, but yeah. And then they, oh, I don't, I, I, here's the thing. I, I look at Michael J. Fax and his wife. He met his wife on Family Ties. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. I don't know her name. Tracy Poland. Of course, I she, believe. Yeah. Is she is she related to Rob Poland, not polling. Well, it's first four letters are the same. They're not related. <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> All right. Anyway. They look very happily married. They look like a good family man. And, and all they're that. still married. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I like that. I love that. You always like a story. good Hollywood romance story. I love story that story. That sticks. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Michael J. Fox. I'm glad you brought up the curb thing. All right, Neil, how many more do you have? I only have one more. You better go again. Okay. I will go again. Well, we got all screw- screwed up with the Mike Myers. The Mike Myers we match. And let's just hope that we don't match again because then I, know, I wouldn't know what to do. All right. My, my number three then on my Mount Rushmore is. Jim Carrey Woo-hoo! from uh, Toronto suburb Newmarket, which oh is God, close to where I Toronto? live. What? It's in Ontario. He was born 1962. So I think there's hallucinogenics in the, in the water there. I mean, they're all crazy. <laughs> they are. And he's crazy. <laughs> he is. Uh, and I'm not going to talk about his personal life because he is. He's he's a wackadoo. All of but in his movies and TV, over the top, chewing the scenery. I love it. He is out um, of his mind. Yeah. Uh, when he and was he's great. When he was 10 years old, he wrote a letter to Carol Burnett saying, I'm great at impressions. I should be on your show. So he was into that. Uh-huh. So, so he did stand up. But then I remember him from the short-lived NBC sitcom in 1984, <sighs> The Duck Factory. No, it not. was only on for like three or four months. Not trucking. But I remember him there and he kept getting rejected for SNL. So he went to In Living Color, yeah. which is a 90s, mid 90s uh, Fox sketch show, show right. Fox show, Fire Marshal Bill. But then in the movie theater, I saw a trailer for his first movie, Ace Ventura, uh-huh. Pet Detective. And I was like, that looks like it's bat crap crazy. Oh, it's great. And it, what year did and, and he pulled it off. What year? Um, uh, I don't know. In the ni- mid nineties. Okay. But it was exactly the kind of dumb humor I oh, wanted. Yeah. It was perfect. Uh, he was in The Mask, but Dumb and Dumber, which was on my Mount Rushmore of comedy movies in episode sixty one. Lloyd Christmas, great movie. Uh-huh. He is perfect for there. Even Bud and Eileen watched this uh-huh. and they enjoyed it. Uh, some of his other funny movies, Liar, Liar, Me, Myself, and Irene. He was the Riddler in Batman and yeah. Robin. Cable Guy. Yeah. No, he's- with Matthew Broderick, pretty good. Bruce Almighty. And he also did some dramatic stuff. Truman Show, Man on the Moon, Andy Kaufman. Yeah, I mean- That's where he went a little nuts with the method acting. Well, that's what they said when he was a man. He was Andy Kaufman on set 24-7. That's All what I, 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 I remember that. That, that, that. I remember yes. hearing that. Okay. Uh, and Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless that's Mind. A, that's a great movie. It's very oh, that's very deep and great movie. Yes. That 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 that's great. Oh, you just him, him as I'm the Grinch? Not so good. Didn't I don't, care I for don't that. remember that, but okay. And lately, he's been Doctor Robotnik in the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Haven't seen that. I prefer his Dumb and Dumber Ace Ventura shtick. He, but he's always funny when he was on talk shows. Yeah. He would bring it to, to yeah. Remember we watched that comedy comedy store show? Yes, and he was right, being interviewed the and like like in LA. I, yeah, and like you could just get a sense that he was like part of that scene and kind of like and like, he was like it was Carrie up there and everybody else, so to speak. At, at some point, he got the Does street, that make sense? He got the street cred from right. the comedians, right? Right from you the stand ups. Right, right. Like yeah, this guy is real, right? You know, and then and, um, he always did good impressions, and he was just out there. I do. I really do like. I really got to go back and watch the Truman Show. I really do like that. Movie. So there we go, Jim Carrey. 
All right, Neil, we're down to our last ones on our Mount Rushmore of famous Canadians. All right, so um, I was yeah, I was um struggling with this one. I, I really um the, wanted to go to SCTV type of uh, places. Oh sure. I mean, but um, why wouldn't you? I know, but I I, I got I'm going with. You you sound uh, like like you're just resigned to this. No, I'm not resigned. I couldn't. Okay. I can't resist it. It's Lauren Michaels. Lauren Michaels. Okay, Mr. But, Producer. Nineteen. Uh, I mean, because his his body of work and his influence on what I have loved, what I've loved in comedy, and everything is just, just is is unprecedented. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm audience. Are you with me? Yeah, I'm gonna give you a big big round of applause for that. Yeah. And once again. He wasn't on my radar until I went to went to three hundred. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do your research, Scotty. Eh. <laughs> anyway, born in 1944. But here's the thing that here's a, here's a little controversy. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. They say he was born in Toronto, but maybe he was born here as an infant from Israel. So he has oh. three citizenships: Canadian, American, and Israeli. Okay, close enough. He's Canadian. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I, I it was in Wikipedia. I had to bring it up. Okay. I know, I know you like things black and white. I just want to just get it out there. To, if you look it up, well, it's, we'll, he's not a Canadian. We'll let the audience decide. All right. Anyway, getting back to his little history of Lauren Michaels. In 1968, did you know he was a writer of Rowan and Martin's Laughing? Really? And the, okay. And the Phyllis Diller show? <laughs> Phyllis Diller, very nice. So he got his heart, he got his start his writing in, in, the, in, his, in this here. Then sure. in 1975, he, he became a, got with Dick Ebersol, became, right. created Saturday night, Saturday night, NBC Saturday night, and in 1977, it became Saturday Night Live, right? Mm-hmm. He's won 20 Emmys and he's 94 nominations. Mm. He has set the record for most nominations of Emmys. Ooh. All right. Here's something I thought you didn't. I found out about Lauren Michaels. I'm going to look this up. It was an HBO mockumentary back in um, in in the 90s called "The Canadian Conspiracy," where the all the Canadians, famous Canadians, were taking over America, and Lauren Green <laughs> is the leader of the conspiracy. No, I have so not seen that. We have HBO Max, so we have to watch. Yes, this. okay. Write we'll, that down. We'll the Canadian down. Conspiracy. Okay. <laughs> And and he also produced uh, Kids in the Hall. Yes, and yeah, all, all the SNL and all those all those ninety movies that we talked about earlier. Well, Mike Myers produced all produced of those Kids and, in the Hall, Late Night Conan O'Brien, Late Show, all that stuff. Late and, Night, and everyone does a Lorne Michaels impersonation. Exactly. And, that's Doctor Evil. Right, exactly, um, exactly. It's, it's the boss right, exactly. on Kids in the Hall. Exactly. The current season. Yeah. Right. Right. So. So we need a show, and I don't have an opening. Right. Does so. anyone have any ideas? Exactly. <laughs> anyway, so and apparently he loves popcorn too. I, I I did not see that in the Wikipedia page. He, he, he always has fresh popcorn in his office, and he doesn't like confrontation. Uh-huh. And he'll never tell you if you're really hired or not. Okay. So we have a few shows in the fall if, if you're available. <laughs> My type of guy. No, anyway, brilliant. I mean, I think his 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 influence. Whatever he's done, he's got some kind of secret sauce. We don't know what it is, but he's got it. Maple syrup. There it is. That is. That's it. There we go. Lauren Michaels. He's part of the Maple Mafia. He could be. He's Canadian. Another 141 throwback. <laughs> All right, Neil, our, our last one, my last one for the Mount Rushmore of famous Canadians is, is in the same vein. It is Martin Short. Oh, very good. And I went back and forth uh, on this, but he was born in 1950 in Hamilton, Ontario. Of course, right next to Toronto. Ontario. 
Uh, he started out in a Toronto theater with a bunch of SCTV people doing Godspell. He dated Gilda Radner, too. Yeah, Gilda Radner came up a lot when I was looking at this stuff She today. dated a lot of these, yeah. uh, <laughs> these guys, yeah. He's famous for being on SCTV for one year and SNL for one year. His character, Ed Grimley. Oh. I suppose Pat Sajak. He's a decent person, I must say. I love, great. I love Martin Short. And his albino Vegas singer, Jackie Rogers Jr., uh, great character. And Nathan Thurm, his slimy lawyer. Why would you say that? I don't know why you say that. <laughs> Everything's fine. And w- one of his bigger characters on Comedy Central was Jiminy Glick. I would hope you were going there because I love – have you seen the movie? <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. He, he wears a big fat suit and he, and he plays um, an interviewer of celebrities – and he asked them inappropriate questions or just awkward things. And with it's, his wife also. It's, oh, it's, it is ridiculous. I love that. I, I, I got to go back and watch that now. <laughs> but Scott, why do we hate the Canadian Canada so much? Uh, there are silent enemies to oh, the North, Neil. But look at the entertainment I'm getting from them. But movies, uh, Martin Short, one that I love is uh, Three Amigos. Yeah, not my wheelhouse, but okay. Uh, with Steve Martin and Chevy Chase. Don't care for him. He was in Inner Space and The Big Picture. But with Steve Martin, he's kind of teamed up with him yeah, the he's past like, few he's, years. He's, he's his new sidekick. And I saw him on tour. It was called A Night You Will Never Remember, where they both did shtick. Yeah. They sang because, you know, Martin Short loves to sing. He's very funny. But they're also together on the Hulu show Only Murders and Buildings. The, the new season came out. New season just dropped. And Are they, are they, promoting, they, are they promoting this podcast? Oh, they should now. <laughs> But but they they play so great together and Martin no, yeah he's, he's another one you, you know all these guys they're goofballs who will do anything for a laugh they will do it and they're committed a thousand percent to try to get you to laugh and sometimes See, it's not funny but well that's my attitude I'm but I, I'm I, but they shoot like ninety five percent I sh- I shoot like twenty percent. <laughs> Well, they are professionals. This is true. We're not. Oh, we're not getting paid for this, are we? Uh, Scruffy! All right. So that's our Mount Rushmore of famous Canadians. That was fun. Neil, uh, usu- right. usually we do at the end uh, some p- people that yeah. may have been considered. So what we're going to do is a quick fire yes or no. I know. I mean, once again, 300 on, on of these, them. Ca- on these Canadians. I'm ready. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Go. Rachel McAdams. Oh, yes. Yes. Keanu Reeves. No. I say yes. I don't. Yeah, it's okay. Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Kelly says yes. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. Okay. Yes. Jack yeah. Bauer. Uh, Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall. Yes. Yes. Dave Foley. Yes. Jared Kiso from Who? Letterkenny. I say yes. Who? <laughs> He's the main guy, Wayne. Celine Dion. No. No. Ryan Gosling. Yes. <laughs> I say no. Uh, Drake. Can I have an F? F? You get one of those. Kim Cattrall. That's Sex in a City? Yeah. No. I say yes just for her role in Porky's. I don't remember that. Okay. Alanis Morissette. Yes. Yes. Michael Bublé. Yes. Eh, I say sure. Yeah, I've kind of. Uh, he's got I me. Mean, he, 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 he's, he's, he's got some soul when he sings. I mean, I, I got to admit it. Hayden Christensen, who played Anakin Skywalker. No! Yes! <laughs> oh, he screwed that roll up. No, he didn't. <laughs> he did a good job. Phil Hartman. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Dan Aykroyd. Absolutely. Yep. Evangelina Lilly. Who? Freckles, the Wasp. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Getty Lee. No. I say yeah, then. William Shatner. Yes. Yeah. Have you said no to any Canadian, Jen? 
Alan Thick. <laughs> yes, I like him. He's weird. Uh, Shania Twain. No. Yes. <laughs> so that's our quick fire of oh, Canadian. Wow. Now, Neil, also, you know, Canadians, they're very uh, vocal and very into uh, climate change. Yeah, well, they should worry. They're closer to... I was just going to get into it because of blah, blah, blah. um, I mean, I had to... I guess we're done. Scruffy, hold that that for the uh, next Canadian uh, candidate. So we're going to take a week off for the July 4th celebration because we love America. USA. USA. Instead of Canada. But everybody have a happy and safe 4th of July. And we'll catch you. We're going to have more fun this summer. It's going to be great. It's going to be fabulous, right? Absolutely. Look, August, we we got the magazine. We got the 150th episode coming up. Oh my gosh, just so much stuff, Neil. I I can't even think about it. Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers podcast. Spread the word. We're on Amazon, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time, so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.